Today on Hashtag Attitude Shield Training, I want to discuss conflict. The conflict from within will steal all your peace. Let's get started. Hashtag Attitude Shield. Attitude Shield. Your mental operating script rewriting program for the serial entrepreneur and those wanting to be. Now, your host, David L. Parker. Let's get this training started. Hey, greetings, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is. Well, I'm glad you're here. I really am. I'm humbled that you're willing to come spend a few minutes with me. As we work on rewriting our operating script, that is what we use to think. And we build an attitude shield so as we learn how to think, we can protect it from all the people and all the situations and all the garbage out there that I guarantee is going to come your way just because you're changing. We've talked a hundred times about change. We've talked about loss. We've talked about inner circle and how to think. But I want to shift gears and go a little bit down a road today that is a little different, but it's very, very important. It's the conflict. Conflict, you know, war, good God, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Enlisting in the military and finding your way into a combat zone. Been there, done that, got the shirt. I'm talking about the conflict between your head and your heart. The conflict that is going on 24-7 between your thinker and your pumper. That which you drive yourself and that which controls and helps with your emotions. Now, the funny thing about it, this conflict, believe it or not, is that your head can lie. Your head can lie, 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 minimize, and just totally downplay reality. You can tell yourself all the lies in the world, but your heart knows the truth. Your heart knows when you're minimizing. Your heart knows when you're downplaying. Your heart knows, and it will not give in to what the brain says. Some people call this the the war between the conscious and the unconscious, and that's fine. I look at it as a war between the thinker and the heart. Something bad happened to you? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I should ask you, are you human? Because if you're human, something bad has happened to you. Have you minimized that? Have you gone out of your way to decide that that really wasn't that bad, I survived it, or 10,000 other cliche comments about how it's okay. It's okay that that person did this. It's okay that that person did that. It's okay that you lost your job and your house and your friends or whatever it is you went through. The terrible, terrible stuff that goes on out there every freaking day because we're human being human is tough bottom line being human is tough we we humans are conflicted and confliction is the same thing as combat within oneself the conflict going on within oneself if you do not build an attitude shield if you do not learn that you are listening to everything you say And the catch to listening to everything you say is the fact that your heart 
won't buy a lie. Now, let me tell you about the power of it won't buy a lie. My mentor lives up here in South Dakota. Spent a couple hours with him last night at work. Coming over this morning to have a little coffee. By the way, it dropped eight inches of beautiful, heavy, wet snow on us last night. The family was riding ATVs and 75 degrees on Easter, and here it is Wednesday morning with a foot of snow almost. Welcome to the Black Hills. What a wonderful place. Anywho, my mentor, I remember vividly years and years ago sitting out on the porch at my house in Kentucky, and he's smoking a cigarette. So am I. We're smoking up a chimney, and he looks at me and takes a puff on a cigarette and literally says, you know, I'm a non-smoker. And I'm looking at him, and my brain is going, what the f- did he just say? He's smoking a cigarette right now. What does he mean he's a non-smoker? Well, believe it or not, it was that simple. He was speaking it. He was speaking reality. See, now you have all these people out there right now, all these gurus out there right now that talk about abundance living, about speaking abundance into your life. They're onto something. They're onto a secret, but it's not a secret. It's part of the operating script that we all have. And that is you have to speak what you want. You have to see what you want inside that thinker box. You have to get rid of the head trash to cut down on the conflict so that you can speak what it is that you want. And when you speak it long enough and you believe it long enough, your heart will make it happen. I know, I know. i got plenty of people right now saying, What the hell is he talking about? This is the conflict rule. Your heart knows the truth. So when my mentor would say, I'm a non-smoker, his brain would be like, yeah, we don't smoke. (coughs) Take another puff. But his heart was watching. His heart was listening. And it kept listening, and it kept hearing him say, I'm a non-smoker. One day... He was a non-smoker. He spoke it into existence because he he stopped the conflict between the brain and the heart. See, the brain and the heart are at war. That's all there is to it. Your brain is telling you, especially due to social media today, that you should be this, but you're not. You should be that, but you're not. That's not fair. It's that person's fault. Blame, blame, point your finger, shift and cry, is what the world does today, but your heart hears what you're saying. Your heart knows that maybe it is fair. Your heart knows that if you'd have done the right thing, those things wouldn't have happened. Your heart knows the truth. Your heart knows exactly what it is you do. I remember coaching football with a guy who is brilliant. Heck, since those days of coaching football, he's gone on to be a TV star. Anyway, he said something that I've always remembered. I can look at how you do one thing, and I know how you do everything. See, that's heart talk. The heart knows the truth. It knows what you're doing. The brain tries to paint it 57,000 shades of whatever. The brain thinks it's in control, which is funny to me. Because when the heart stops pumping, you got, what, three, four, five minutes before your brain dies, but the heart's already dead? Who's in charge? Not your thinker. Your thinker is a fibber. Your thinker is a liar. 
your thinker is always trying to minimize and help you overcome the garbage, the trauma, the, the stuff that's hard in your life. It's trying to help you overcome it. It's a defense mechanism, and it's doing the best it can. It's using the script that you wrote, that your life helped you write, that you run by right now. You have to rewrite it. You have to rewrite it so that your brain and your heart can stop being in conflict. One of my favorite things to do is be a people watcher. I love to watch people. Sometimes I love to watch them because I get a kick out of spotting the conflict. I have some people on my team down in the whiskey bar that are definitely conflicted. Hey, guess what? David L. Parker here has some conflicts in his life that he's working on daily. I have one slight, tiny little advantage, and that is I realize it, and I don't try to minimize it, and I don't try to say I don't have it, and I don't try to get let my brain tell my heart that it's not as big as it is. You know, we were getting ready to make this big old move from Colorado Springs to the Black Hills of South Dakota. We were going to build, and we did, a fifth bedroom in our home because five-bedroom, three-bath house in Colorado Springs are just worth a lot more money than four-bedroom, three-bath. And we knew that we would recoup all the money, but that's not where I'm going. The conflict was between the head and the heart. I knew I could do it. It would just take a while. But the heart of my family, my amazing bride, she was in conflict with that. She was worried it was going to take way too long. She doesn't like projects. She doesn't like mess. She doesn't like all these things going on. So this is a perfect example. You got me, the brain, if you will, in this situation, trying to minimize the challenges that we're going to see while we go through this building process. Minimize how hard it is to get the inspections. Minimize what we're doing. Minimize that it's going to we're going to hit our timeline. Everything will be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Because that's what your brain does. But my wife was concerned. But as my wife, the heart in this situation, watched and seen what became, the heart believed. And once the heart believed, because it knows the truth, everything moved faster. Wait, there's a nugget there. That nugget is once your heart believes. Now, the only way your heart can believe is that there's no conflict between the heart and the brain. There's no conflict in your operating script. You ever spoke something, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to start jogging. And then you don't. Your brain shills out, shimmies out, deals out 50 different excuses, 50 different it's okay, get out of your commitment cards. Your heart doesn't accept them. Your heart goes, we didn't run. Stop telling people you're going to run because you're not going to do it. You didn't run. No buts, no ifs, no wants, nothing. You didn't do it, so that's it, period. The heart deals in, in yes and no's. No in-betweens, not yesums, not nissums, not yeah, no, no. It's yes or no, did or did not. It's finicky that way. That's why there's so much conflict. Wait, hold on. The reason there's so much conflict is because the brain thinks it's a five-deck dealer of 21 card the game 21, five-deck dealer, of excuses and okay reasons to not do what you say. Hence, the conflict. Because the heart knows you didn't do it. The heart knows 
You haven't done it. The heart knows you're not changing. The heart literally is standing on one side of the room and you're with its arms folded, wearing a pair of sunglasses, watching everything going on. While the brain is over there dancing around in bright colored suits and playing cards and trying to completely convince the heart that it's okay. Don't look at the man behind the yellow curtain. Don't look at the man behind the screen. Don't look there. We're actually going to do it. We did it. Don't you realize we did it? You just, you missed it. And the heart's standing there going, what in the hell are you talking about? Ever said something or done something to somebody you cared about and they got really butt hurt and then you got defensive? Ever let that conflict between you and another person build up to the point that you stopped being friends, but in your heart, you knew you were wrong, but your brain kept giving you so many get out of jail free cards, so many get out of conflict free cards, so many you didn't do a thing wrong cards that you forgot that it was you. Ever got in a business deal with somebody with everybody having great intentions and something went wrong? I bet your brain came up with 97,000 reasons to tell you how you were right and they were wrong. People always, every second of the day, judge themselves, look at themselves, critique themselves by their intentions. But everybody else, it's all about the actions. Conflict. So much conflict. Why is it we judge ourselves by intentions and everybody else by actions? Well, the latter is easy because you don't know people's intention. That's a hidden gem. That's a hidden knowledge that you don't get to have just because you're in the room. And you know dang well that your brain in conflict with your heart is never going to let you take full blunt, smash to the face when you intended to do something, but you didn't. There's no way around it. Actions versus intention. Action is the truth. Action is the heart of the matter. Intention is the brain trying to come up with a waiver. Intention is the excuse machine. It's the thing that says, well, it's okay. Let's blame somebody else. We, we can get away with it this time because that really wasn't our intention. If we would have intended to do the wrong thing, then that would have been different. But we didn't intend to do the wrong thing. So nobody has the right to blame me for my, for my action because my intention was pure. What a load of crap. I promise you that is a massive conflict between your head and your heart. You want to spot people with conflict? Watch how their kids act. So many people today act like that if you do anything to a child, any kind of correction, redirection, that it's some kind of child abuse because when they were little, they, they didn't like it. Well, some parts of life are just hard. You want your kid to stick their finger in the fire? Well, when they stick their finger in the fire, they won't do it again. Want to bet? Conflict. Conflict, conflict, conflict. If you see conflict between parent and child, I guarantee that you can kick back and talk to that parent. You're going to find out there's a lot of conflict within themselves. So what's the solution? 15 minutes, I've been yakking on trying to explain to you that there's a conflict going on inside of you between your head and your heart. Hopefully you can see it. Hopefully you can look in the mirror right now and realize, dag, nab that guy. 
Darn this attitude shield training, this operating script rewriting program. This guy's on it. He's got me pinned against the wall. Now what do I do? And your head's going a thousand miles an hour. Turn it off. He's full of shit. He know he doesn't know what he's talking about. He ain't got no PhD. He ain't got this. He ain't that. Remember, I told you there's a conflict. And that brain is automatically going to come to your defense. Automatically going to come to your defense. When does conflict end? When truth of yourself, truth of knowledge, truth of your being, truth of what really is going on with you, within you, and how you do things becomes the baseline for your operating script. You know, truth is rarely ever told. How many times you said to somebody, hey, how you doing? They say, live in the dream. And I've literally slammed on my brakes and said, well, what's your dream? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. Oh, you're, it's just one of those sayings. So you're lying to me or you? The answer is yes. They're lying to both. Because the truth is really other tones. That's the problem. That's how the conflict starts. Is something in life has told you that your life is messed up, but everybody else's is fine. Let me give you a secret. That's a lie. We're all broken. But we need to work on what we're broken by. We need to work on why we're broken. We need to work to make things better. One of the reasons, one of the reasons, no. One of the ways to do that is be honest. When somebody says, hey, how are you today? You know, I like to say I'm doing well because I am. Everything's well. Or, you know, today's been a challenging day, but I'm finding my way through it. You know, when you say things like that, there's a lot of times that people will literally go, oh, and you can end up in a conversation. Now, if you've been hanging out with this training for a while, then you remember. The part of this training is how many people can you impact in a year? How many people do you impact every single day? What kind of influence you're making on people? Well, maybe if you told the truth, maybe if you told somebody, yeah, you know, it was a hard day, but I made it through it. Maybe they will say to you, yeah, it's been a hard day. Thanks for sharing. I mean, and you might find a way to help each other heal from the day. Conflict ends. For example, me and my father, who I lost this past January, we were at odds for decades. I'm a little bit on the headstrong side, make that a lot of bit on the headstrong side, and I'm going to make my own decisions. When it comes to how to raise my family, when it comes to religion, when it comes to what I believe and what I say, I'm going to decide due to experiences and the things that I believe. Not going to be dictated to. I'm not going to be told it's this way to vote, that way for religion, and this is what you do. It's just not me. Not in me a little bit. And he raised me with a iron rod. I remember when I was a mid-20s at a family get-together, my father said, well, yeah, if you raised your kids today the way I raised David, you'd go to prison. And I'm like, Dad, that ain't freaking funny. You know, smacking me around because the day ended in Y wasn't exactly parental skill. The conflict ended between me and him when my heart won, when my heart said enough of this stupid grudge, enough of this holding a person hostage in our own mind 
for years ago. Enough is enough. And the last couple of years that my father was alive, I could see him for who he was. A little old man who had lived a life the best way he knew how. Made decisions that probably he regretted. Because he was in conflict between his head and his heart. He wanted his sons to be a certain way. His daughters to be another way. But the world wasn't allowing it. And people get to make decisions. And he didn't like that. But the conflict between him and I ended when I stopped letting my head remind me. When I forgave. When I let go. When I found a way to put it away. When are you going to look in the mirror and start digging into your conflicts, your bottom line situations, the things that bug you the most, and either A, go get face-to-face with somebody and hash it out and make that garbage go away and that conflict, or B, you're going to decide to let your heart tell you what actually happened and deal with it positively. Remember, we're all in conflict. The question is, How do you stop it? You've been listening to Attitude Shield, your double dose of espresso for your attitude. Check us out on Facebook and on the web at www.attitudeshield.com. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Between now and when we talk again, keep those shields up, eyes on the target, and always be moving towards your dreams.